Hello and welcome back to Black Arcade Reviews. I'm your host Christina. We are back for the final episode of Squid Game number nine. And I'm happy to say that they are in talks with Netflix to get a season two and three. So I'm going to say season one, episode nine, One Lucky Day, written and directed once again by Hwang, Hwang Dong Hyuk. One day I'm just going to say it and it's going to be 100% natural and i won't have to struggle as much but really love this last episode tears were leaking out of my eyeballs once again mimi was right i could hear i told you so (laughs) the whole entire rant all the way from chicago so uh very good episode i gave it a 9 out of 10 just because it was wrapping things up and it leads us to our next uh mystery so to speak but man uh i think g money's gonna get some friends (laughs) because he's on a mission to stop this from ever happening to anyone else even though uh old man river pointed out a really good point to him but I guess in the long scheme of things, and we'll get to that. So the final game is the actual Squid Game, which I have never played a day in my life. So not familiar with it, but it felt very much like sumo wrestling on a square and triangle type of <laughs> things that uh, set up and uh he has to cross i loved g money at first when he went into this right because you can see if the man has a plan he's not to be fucked with and he tied his shoe he chose uh they went heads or or no they did square or triangle who picks offense and who picks defense he ends up winning and he gets the he picks uh offense because he's ready to beat the shit out of saying woo for killing his friend even though she was dying anyway and i don't know what he thought was going to happen other than that they would quit but i don't think she would have allowed him to quit so I can understand where Sangwoo was coming from, but it actually wasn't going to go down like that. So I thought that was interesting. Um, immediately he tries to say, you know, remember when we played these games as kids? And he's like, I don't want to fucking talk about it because he knew, knows he has to kill him. And so he doesn't want to, he, he wants to disassociate once again. And he throws uh, sand in his eyeballs or dirt, whatever you want to call it. And he, ca- he calmly makes his way over to where he needs to be. Then he's like, well, why did you do it? Why did you have to kill her? Or he knows that's why he's mad. So Sangwoo's like, look, I had to because you guys would have just quit because I know you because you're like she could have been saved. But that is a stupid argument. I-, I don't know where like she couldn't have been saved. No, no one in that facility was offering medical care even if he were to quit i I just i want to be on g money's side because i'm glad he's won i like g un i love the character but he's also completely wrong and he keeps thinking that he signed up for a different reason than anyone else and while i understand the fallout that makes a whole lot more sense to me this whole I'm blaming you (laughs) for what has come before. No, you're just struggling to accept your own guilt, your own responsibility for the things that you have done. You have murdered people, not saying woo, but he's using this anger because if he doesn't use the anger, then the other feelings like depression, uh, shame start to creep in. And thus, um, they get into a huge uh you know and i I know mimi said before that was the whole debate could more than one person win this it doesn't seem as if they set this up that more than one horse is uh wins the prize i just 
I think that's something they tell people so that, you know, they get it in their mind, maybe, you know, uh, more than one person can play. So it, it, it's, um, it's a false sense of, uh, what's the word? False sense of comfort that maybe you will, it won't be just you alone, but it, it's really meant to be one person that wins which would explain why all the other people the winners were all singular after their death match it starts raining this is the same place where they begun where it began red light green light ends at this particular match and uh he beats the shit out of sangwoo because he's got righteous anger on his side <laughs> and he ends up walking to to win the game the one guy's out there he's ready to kill sangwoo sangwoo's not even fighting back like i felt as if there was a moment in which sangwoo gave up not that just g money beat his ass but yeah the part where he bit out his ankle oh hell no that was some pretty brutal shit and then you had that moment where sangwoo had the upper hand and um g money took the knife through his hand and i felt he did not get the proper medical attention for that type of wound <laughs> just my two cents i'm sure mimi has a lot more to say to that um not to mention you ain't got no rabies shots anything but that that's neither here nor there so he gets to the square or the triangle. He's about to win. Everybody's watching from the gallery. One of them said something about the rain is, I don't know, it's about to fall, but whatever. <laughs> I'm laughing because I just yelled at my daughter because she came in here. She's like, uh, and, I, and I'm immediately upset because I'm like, I tell her every time, stop. If you hear me recording and you know I'm recording, do not walk into the room unless it's an emergency course she doesn't come in for an emergency she just want i just wanted to ask if you was talking you knew i was talking about squid games because you she's been anxious for me to know about old man river i'm like i know i know we're gonna have this conversation you ain't gotta jump in and insert yourself i love children but they get oh my god damn because <laughs> it's all about them it's all about Oh Lord, I had kids all this weekend. That's why I'm I'm kidded out. I'm kidded out. I don't care that these are not real terms. I'm using them. So he can't actually kill Sangwoo though. Um, which I thought that was interesting because he could have just killed him because Sangwoo was like die. <laughs> he was so committed to try to kill him, and when it came to his turn to get the upper hand, he's like I can't do it, and he tells the one dude uh the the mask like there's the third clause that if we both decide to go and just leave we can do that without the money and he wants to do that i'd rather just go home <laughs> you know uh i'd rather at least go home walking away with someone i cared about than walking away with this money and that's when you have a moment where saying woo is he can't believe that he's doing this because he accepts his fate right that's the actually he probably was much more um what's the word i can't find him today uh, <laughs> he understood that this was the game he was gonna die he didn't beg for his life he didn't go screaming he didn't take anyone dignity thank you <laughs> my other side of the brain started working he decided he was gonna die with dignity like you beat me fair square i'm on the ground you win and even then even at that moment where he could have said look here you go um let's just both of us get out of here we did some fucked up shit i could say you killed them all but i'm just saying that <laughs> i know we killed them all that's what we're devastated about we me and you are here out of 456 people that's a fucking lot of people <laughs> that even if you didn't have some culpability in every single loss you're gonna feel it 
but Sangwoo he apologizes and stabs himself in the neck and when he started crying that was real like that was his friend that's his childhood friend can you imagine <laughs> oh my god and he didn't even say take all he could say was mom and or my mom and he's like don't talk and he's just like my mom and i'm and apparently everybody didn't know these two were friends because everybody was shocked it was like well it's a wrap wait he wants to quit without the money that's a bullshit i ain't never heard of this but he wouldn't let him do it he's like i'm making you take this money go out do something good because you would except when g money is returned to seoul i think that's the name seoul seoul um he is he's devastated (laughs) he lost his friend if i even though i don't know how much i think they're using the word friend a little loosely here because you knew these people for all of what four days they're not friends Uh, yes you can i guess the flip side of that is traumatic situations can bond you closer that's probably true but i don't feel as if friend is still the the right term here if you're talking to a kid yeah but this woman and all for all intents and purposes just be in perspective sabiak or you know kang she took the money from him that got him into the situation he would have kept eventually ending up you know making his way here at some point and some game but she pickpocketed him (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she had her reasons but she still pickpocketed you and I, I think that's a lot to say your friends i understood her i understood what she was coming from what she wanted in her life but friend your friend was saying woo so that's why I, I felt out of it was sad to see old man river die but then that was curbed by the fact that g uh or that he didn't die which we'll get to that soon but you know (laughs) none of these people is your actual i knew you before any of this started so the uh jung ho's brother i forgot what his name is you know there's so many o's i have no idea but his brother has his mask off but g money is blindfolded he's enjoying some champagne he's kind of seems that he's processed the death of killing his own brother and he say or g money is asking why would you do this why did you guys do this yada 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 he's dropped off in a limousine they put the they put the the bank card in his mouth he can access the prize money gets ten thousand pounds out but he can't even get that much because he's these <laughs> you can't just get over your friend's death i don't know they didn't tell me when the uh how much time has passed but it felt as if um some time has passed actually they told me here a, a year a year passed after he came back home well one the first devastating thing was that he has to go buy sang Wu's mom's cart who always no matter how much money he doesn't have this is this is a different understanding to a different take right because all these people chasing money you need money to to be this that and the other thing and yes that is very important and true but you also have this thing called community and you see in this community that you know i haven't heard from your mom and your friends were saying woo and i just want you to have food for your mom she hasn't picked up in two days that was my first indication oh no something's going on with the mama but yeah you see that kindness from people that you knew and that's what he was trying to go back to you know he's like look the money is the money but we still have people and, and i love that last minute that last um line from saying woo's our moms used to call, uh you know we used to have so much fun and our moms used to maybe that was a different character maybe that was old man river our moms used to call us in but now no one calls us anymore uh childhood and then you grow up and then you have all these issues and then you 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 get caught up in it instead of holding on to those things that you still have and i think that's um there's something poetic about that so he gets home discovers his mama has died that's sad finding your mom's corpse and she died with you two not really even reconciling 
And I'm still mad at G-Money because I'm I'm pride before his fall. Because if he would have took that money <laughs> and did what he needed to do and then became a person that has the right to see his daughter, he wouldn't have been in this situation. See, I don't forget where they came from. But he does own it because he's traumatized. He's not touching the prize money. He's even called into his own bank. To be like, hey, so this isn't a savings account. You haven't touched it. And <laughs> he's like, uh, I need to borrow some money to get home. Because that's all you asked me for. And I don't want to touch that money. You don't need to know why. I don't owe you explanation. While he's drinking by the beach, he buys a, a flower from a local vendor. And it turns out that they're still watching him. It turns out they, they're going to keep... I feel like they're going to watch you your whole, the rest of your life. But he receives an invitation from his... I don't know how you say this. Gambu? Jijambu? I don't know. But someone told me... I didn't pick this up because I wasn't... I was too busy crying. That when Ali was calling Sangwoo, he was calling him his brother in... Korean that's so sad but that's still on you because why did you think that man was your brother for two days <laughs> I'm sorry I need to stop being so heartless but I'm not gonna pretend he finds all in um which is the old man on his deathbed all in um reveals well first he tries to get him to he says do you still trust people of course G Money's taking this very hard. Like, you're the one person behind this. He wants vengeance. He wants to avenge the people that he lost more than anything else. And thus, you know, they're still worried that he hasn't touched the prize money. So eventually he he um asks, well, he asks to uh, play with him. And he says, There's a drunk guy out there by midnight, which is only like 20 minutes. <laughs> 25 minutes give or take if no one helps that man then you get to kill me if someone does help him they don't kill or something to that effect because he says if you win you get to kill me and if and i'll give you the answers that you seek and he tells them yeah i created the game i lend money to people the 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 difference between people who have money and who, who don't have it is that they're not living a life of fun so he saw himself an opportunity where you know they're the horses uh actually that's what um uh jung ho's brother explained to him because he says well, why do you do this and he says you like to bet on horses don't you well you're the horses in this scenario and you it's as fucked up as that is there is a correlation there's is even a correlation to what g money was or old man river was saying which is basically we don't get to have fun no matter what we do if you have so much money it never runs out you're constantly bored which is why you do nasty shit um but in in defense he says we didn't make you do that we not only let you live you came back of your own violation you read the rules like if anyone can be pissed it's the people in the first round but even then they're they're telling you you can leave they're telling you this is a game you may not have known that the stakes were that eliminated had more than one definition that you didn't want to look into too deeply but if you knew (laughs) something sounds shady or too good to be true then it usually is and i'll get to the flip side of where g money is coming from but uh they watch the man and he's giving him like why did you let me live why did you let me play he's like because you made it fun you're the only person that made it fun for me and i haven't had that feeling i did have i used to have a simple life and then that simplicity was gone and all that all that wonder all those things that happened in childhood you know the more the older he got the more money he got the more disillusion he got with life and everything else so because he was able to make that fun for him again he spared his life in that particular round 
and then he tell him I didn't lie to you that was my name and I do have a tumor uh and that you know we we try to make it fun <laughs> that that's I mean we did it for fun that's essentially and I'm not sure why he was again shocked by this what do you do when you're you're gambling some people find gambling fun I don't find it fun because it's my money <laughs> and it took a lot to come by that little bit of ass money and I don't find gambling fun but some people they're they're at that boat casino every fucking week so there there's a lot to what old man river is saying despite all his anger but how g money feels is you take advantage of people in a terrible situation right they're already at the bottom and some of them yeah like sabok and she just needs to get her brother and her mother back from korea or you know south korea you have that situation but then you have how many were like that and how many were living life on the edge you know criminals so on and so forth i feel like we had a very we you know he was able to assimilate with a group of eight people out of 456 that may have been good people i think that while there is a case to be made that going after people and targeting people who are vulnerable or more likely to sign up for this shit yeah you're you're playing with desperate people but they still have their own agency and they give them their own agency and not only that they give a, a a they give a clause in which at any time you can end the situation i don't know i think they're as much as i'm not with or down with this squid game and i would never ever want it to happen anywhere it's illegal clearly it's a crime but it is also very i don't feel as as i don't think that g money should be as self-righteous as he is even though i'm happy that this conversation ends um he's surprised because the guy is helped because he did say do you still trust people so i think with g money he was just stuck like i have lost all hope in humanity and he actually and i'm wondering if he wanted him to see that i'm not sure because it seems as if maybe g money and uh jung ho's brother might be on opposite sides of something coming in the future because he sacrificed for the game he gave up his brother for the game where and you know he's kind of done with humanity versus g money he went through it he won the game he did want to give up on humanity but he had this moment where this drunk person's there and no one was going to help him and even one person looked like she was going to rob him but then she showed back up with the police like this person needs help like there are good people out there in the world and you shouldn't give up on humanity there are still decent people in the world that will help you if you're suffering and um that experience gets him to decide to go help king's brother which he should have been doing but i understand he needed a minute uh he ends up giving him or i guess adopting him taking him from the home i don't care i don't think they care but he takes him out ends up giving him the sang woo's mother <laughs> with a whole bunch of the prize money saying i owe this to sang woo uh he then well first he changes his hair color what the fuck was up with that hair color <laughs> out of all the things like he was looking very rugged towards the end there but then when it got to <laughs> the red hair i was like what the hell that is midlife crisis hair that is i don't give a fuck about the rest of my life hair i got billions in the bank so he's ready to go to the airport to finally try to reconnect with his daughter in los angeles however he sees that recruiter picking up people and he flips his lid he goes over he takes the card he's like no never ever ever play that game uh calls the card's number as he's boarding the plane 
They're like, if you want to participate, give me your name and your birthday. He does. And he's like, now listen carefully. Now that you know who the fuck's on the phone. Uh, what the hell? Because he knows now that the old man River's no longer running the game. So who is running the games? He's told to get on the plane. And I'm pretty sure that it's Young Ho's brother that's talking to him. Because he says, look get on up like they're watching you get on the plane live your life this ain't your business anymore but he ends up ending the call and returning to the airport terminal terminal and i'm like oh shit you tell them i'm coming and hell's coming with me you hear since i am convinced convinced do you hear me that uh jung ho isn't dead i think uh i think this uh this might be a team up it's been a year so there's been a time frame he's got money they know what they're walking into now i'm here for this i am here for this i love that everyone says squid games with an s and it's a game with it with no s but i understand completely why we call it squid games because in our we're we're, we're thinking we're accumulating all the great games that they played as the squid games but the actual squid game is only one game i'm just gonna throw this out there uh g money was looking kind of hot with his hair long he definitely had the mr miyagi beard going on but i don't know i thought it was pretty pretty attractive uh <laughs> i'm just gonna say this too um there's a few attractive there were a few attractive men in this series i wasn't thirsting like i typically do because it was just too too dramatic for all the thirsting but by the end i was definitely giving g money some looks especially when he was in that uh i was definitely giving the other brother i have seen him in something i don't know he kind of fine too but that is the end the conclusion of this series but not the end of this podcast no we have feedback shy has been waiting weeks for us to finish and now we finally have so take it away hey christina it's me shy i am here to give my overall thoughts on squid games um you reached the final countdown of the season so it's time for me to join the party as i've stated before i already benched not when say binge watch but i watched the season a while back my oldest wanted he watched it and he wanted me to watch it and wanted to talk about it so he finally wore me down and got me to watch it and I'm really thankful that he did and yes we had some really really nice discussions surrounding the show and the things that occur in each episode and so yeah it was really I really enjoyed this season I didn't get a chance to listen to all your podcasts I listened to the last two um episode six and seven and so, I mean, I'm hopefully I'll get around to wa- uh, watching, listening to the other podcast um, at some point. But yeah, no, I think I listened to another one. I think like episode two. I think I listened to that one because I listened to one early on and then it's been a minute and then I listened to the last two. Um, but yes, uh, from the f- few that I listened to, I'm totally, yeah, because one of them, Mimi, hadn't provided feedback yeah there's only one episode that she six that she provided feedback that i listened to um but from what you guys were saying i'm you know there's not too much to add i concur with so much that was said um i i like mimi i was suspicious of the old guy i think around episode five i mean the one where they were like in in the dark with the scroll lights in the in they were allowing them to kill each other 
I don't remember what episode that was. And then he just happened to be up on the thing. And then he's like, yeah, don't kill each other. And then they stopped the games. That's where my suspicions of him started. And then just certain things would happen. So, I, I mean, again, I wasn't like 100%. Like, yeah, this is. But it was just some certain things weren't adding up to me. And so I was, it was in the back of my mind that maybe he was not all he was Especially, yeah, and especially when, like, he couldn't, all of a sudden, he couldn't remember his name. I mean, I'm like, yeah, we can pretend, I mean, pretend. We can, you know, chalk it up to dementia. But it was just, again, just things that kept going and going. And then you were talking about it in the podcast with the when he supposedly died at the end, when they had the town and they had to pair up. I was like, there's another. So just little things like that, that would just had me side eyeing some stuff so I'm like hmm I wonder and then the other thing that I thought was that the brother the brother and the cop were I mean the front brother and the cop that the cop's brother was the front man because of again things that you mentioned and in the last podcast Christina as well as the fact that this was this you know even though we didn't see the brother, but he was such an integral part of what was happening, the cop's motivation and all of that stuff for why he was doing what he was doing to where it had to be someone that we got to know during the episodes, if that makes sense. Because it, it just would have felt, it wouldn't have been as uh, dramatic, I guess, if it was just some random person that was in the game and so that's why my suspicions started and then of course I had so many questions and uh, this season really didn't answer some of those questions in regards to like like how did he come to be like did he just recruit I, yeah it was just so many questions I guess that's safe for another day I don't have time for all that to go into the rabbit holes of questions that I had but yeah, I mean, the big thing for me, um, I'm definitely, it, it just, in, these are the type of people that was just, it's not so much, it's not just that they were down on their luck or, you know, owing money and, and debt up to their eyeballs. It's just the type, how they got into this situation for a lot of them. Um, just like the main characters that we got to know, Sung, Sung Ho, Sung Wee. I don't remember their names. Um, y'all know what the names that you, <laughs> I remember y'all saying and just described them. Um, G Money, like him on Money to Loan Sharks and Sung, Sung Wo, Sung Woo. Um, owing money to a um, bunch of businessmen, I guess. He made some bad dealings. Um, and that was with you, Christina. Um, the girl that had the family the, from North Korea. She's from North Korea. Um, her reasoning was a lot more selfless um, than all the others. All the others got themselves in the situation they were in. Hers was, she had less agency in the things that happened to where she landed the way she did. And so I really thought that she, I mean, part of me, I, wanted to hold more than thought that she would be the one that wins in the end but then I was suspicious that it was going to be G Money because he was the one we were introduced to from the jump and yeah so I'll say I didn't like the fact that he chose to not get on the plane and to instead to I guess go after the people because I wonder if that's part of the the game itself because i'm like how did the front man back to the questions that i had like how did they get the front man to go through this traumatic experience win the game and I'm, or do you just become is it because of the same mentality that got you in the game in the first place that doesn't truly leave you and that gets you to that draws you back in no matter what your experience was the reason why i say that is the if we go back to how they even got in the game, you had that recruiter guy slapping his shit out of them. And they, you know, and the, the temptation of winning this money, of winning, the gambling, took priority over 
any physical pain, any discomfort that they might have. And so, and then at some point that, you know, just well, at least with G money, he even forgot that he can actually win money. The whole point of the game that they were playing became lost because he became so focused on winning that he forgot everything else. And so that mentality, does that truly go away? Um, because you go through this experience and you win? Um, I don't think so. And so that I think that part of that's the part of him that decided not to get on that plane. And so I'm wondering if it's the same for the the cop's brother. Like what compelled him to go back and to assume this role after everything that he went through and what they did to him. But yet here he is leading the charge uh, of this of the new games for the new people that are going through it. So it takes a special type and maybe is the winner, the one that ultimately wins, um, that is seen as the ultimate and all of that. And so I don't know. So that's my question. Like what drew the front man, the cop's brother back into this whole life? Did he miss it? Was it like, I mean, and we saw with um, G Money that, I mean, even though he didn't touch the money, I mean, it still affected him. Uh, was it a year later? Um, I can't remember some, well, how much time had passed. But ultimately, I mean, there's just no way. I mean, I just couldn't do it. You just have to kill me. You know, there's no, there'd be no way that I would even be a part of the game. I wouldn't be sitting there letting some dude slap the shit out of me, let alone be a part of that whole thing where the red light, green light, and then coming back. It's just not, it's just not my, that's not in my, <laughs> that's just not something I would do under any circumstance. Of course, I wouldn't be in that situation to begin with, to even have to, to make those types of choices. That's just not how I operate. But again, these are, it's just certain types of people that they were preying upon. And those are the ones that, that indeed, you know, made the choice to go and to go back. I also agree with Mimi about people with too much money. I mean, when you're doing, when you're resorting to those types of things, you just got too much money in your hands. Donate that shit to charity. Donate it to people who need it. But to resort to that is ridiculous. Anyway, I'm at 10 minutes, so that's all I got. Till next time, much love, peace, and Black Girl Magic. Queen of the Couch, Shy. That was Queen Chai with her thoughts on the episode or on the season, I should say, as a whole. And yeah, for the most part, I'm with you. We pretty much have the same thoughts. We're you can tell the gamblers from the non-gamblers. Like, yeah, this isn't even sound half uh, interesting to me. So yeah, once you get into it, you can't get out. That's possible. But we don't even know why the fr- like he was the f- he won in 2015 um 16 17 something it's been some years so i think that there's gonna definitely be a little bit more story on the front man and that actor is too well known to just have the little lines that he did uh i think that there's a reason why he transferred here and maybe maybe g money's going on that journey (laughs) that he went on last season um but I do think there is something about once you're in this life, once you're aware of what is going on, how do you then pretend it didn't happen or it's not still going on in the world? How many games are there? There's still too many questions in his head for him to ever really let it go. And I think that's what's driving him nuts. And I think that's what he already gave up his daughter. He gave up his daughter the minute he didn't take that money. <laughs> I mean, he already gave up on his daughter. Uh, you know, the best thing that you could do for her is to send her. You're, you you got to be a father, right? And I, I feel as if he could have he could have done so much more to accomplish that before it got so bad where he couldn't. So I'm not as uh, <laughs> I'm with you. Uh, a part of me is like, yeah, I'm not surprised he got on the plane. I, he probably shouldn't get on the plane because he's just gonna bring all of his mess that he still hasn't dealt with into her life. Um, he did. The front man seemed to know the old man, and I did remember that the old man said he had a kid. 
so he said his wife and his son so he has a son out there now of course they were brothers so he can't be his son but can he dun, dun, dun. i don't know but good to hear your thoughts on the episode yes um my daughter just ran in because the only thing i gave her a minute to talk about it she's just most excited and, and really wanting to talk about his hair she loves the pink hair of course she would and last and certainly not least we have queen mimi with her last thoughts on the season what up stina it's mimi sorry my bad this is super late as i told you before my sleep schedule is all jacked up working overtime that extra day for them 12 hours is actually ended up being 13 hours of overtime i worked 53 hours in four days so when I got home, Derek's out of school, so I didn't have to wake up to pick him up. Darren has been sick, so he's been home, so I haven't had to do anything, really. Derek has been, he's old enough to do his own food and stuff like that. So I really slept my whole life away um, on New Year's Eve. Um, I woke up at like 10.30 because it's a storm, it was a snowstorm coming and I needed to go to the store. I went to the store, ended up spending New Year's Eve countdown driving home. I didn't even realize midnight had passed until I pulled into the driveway and it was 12.06 a.m. I was like, oh, okay. And then I went ahead and came home, slept, watched, I read some, something on my, I read some stuff, watched a couple episodes of things, including Squid Games, which is, this is a feedback for, and I completely forgot that I was supposed to record on it. I don't know what happened, but working that extra day, threw my whole life off I'm doing it though because I extended my contract at the place that I'm at so I'm gonna stay there for another three months because it's really good money but I need a break in between so I'm trying to make I'm working three extra shifts for those two weeks because the, the money will make a difference for me not getting a paycheck for two weeks so I'm trying to like squeeze that in, but I don't work overtime for a reason because working three days in a hospital for 12 hours is really enough. And there's some days when you work in those four out, those three, those three days, I'll end up working 40 hours because it's just that busy. So my bad. That's my long drawn out way of saying this is why it's late. My bad. So um, I did watch it um, at at the end of episode eight, I had a prediction that G-Money was going to win. I thought he was going to be ruthless and callous. And at the beginning, he really was. Like, he, like when I saw that we were playing Squid Games, I was like, okay, I think this is the real reason they didn't want G-Money killing the... Um, it made sense that they were, would break up the fight um, because they wanted two to be left. But they couldn't let G-Money kill him then because then there would only be one person to play a game that you need at least two people because we heard about the squid game at the beginning so I, I was wondering when that would come I, I don't know it seemed like it, more than one person can play but it probably is a like one-on-one -on -one, like you just whoever wins plays the next person I'm assuming that's how it is so it does seem like that game can get real ruthless it's like Americans playing dodgeball like that shit can get really ugly <laughs> <laughs> um when he picked up the sand I was like oh shit like he is not playing um and then when uh Sam Wu pulled out that knife I was like damn this shit is crazy these motherfuckers really about to go in everything about the fight was brutal as hell G Money bit Sam Wu in the, the ankle uh they were like like ready to stab each other like shanking it away it everything about it was really fucking intense and then when he when g money got on top of him and like stabbed it i was like nah i don't think he's gonna kill him and he didn't i was pretty um i guess impressed because he was willing to like give up everything um and we can just end it but i knew at that moment that san Wu would not want her or not want him to like give up everything because they literally like at this point what do they any of them have to go home to nothing so i i thought he was going to kill himself by just stabbing himself in the, the heart he went straight for the jugular i I don't know that I could do that to myself. I got to be honest. Like that shit looked horrific. <laughs> um, but I guess 
I knew G Money was gonna win. I just didn't predict how it was gonna go down. And it was actually pretty impressive that he was willing to just say, fuck it, let's just leave. Both of us, we can just go home. We don't need to do this. We don't need to end this. But when he won and then they showed him a year later, I was like, so you're not gonna help Sam Wu's mom? You're not gonna help Kane's brother? Like, you just gonna be pathetic and drunk? You're not even gonna go visit your daughter? And like, it made me think like, I remember thinking about his mom probably like during episode four or five because like he had brought up his mom and I was like, she's probably not even alive anymore because I've seen people with diabetes. Like they'll have a, like a wound that they, that they, a lot of them, it's, I don't know if anybody that's listening knows anything about diabetes, but it's a really shitty as disease. It's really, really bad. One of the reasons why as a black woman, cause I, a lot of people don't know this. I learned this in nursing school. Black women are, uh, predominantly predisposed just for being a black woman and having diabetes is one of the reasons why I exercise one of the reasons why I try not to eat a lot of fried food I try to make it so that my body can always produce enough insulin for me I've never had a problem with diabetes not even during pregnancy I don't want it because it's a chronic thing that fucks up everything in your body infections stay in your body longer because those germs that's in there love that all that sugar in your blood so and then it eats away at your nerves so people end up with it's called neuropathy your nerves don't work you don't feel anything basically so it's just numb so they'll step on a tack i even took care of a guy who stepped on a uh i don't know some i don't know some type of toy or something something like that um of his grandsons and he didn't feel it so basically he had like a whatever like some type of pierced toy toy that pierced his skin and they have to go to a podiatrist um I don't know maybe like once every couple months and the podiatrist was like he said that he 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 had like he felt like his foot had like he kept getting like stains on his shoe or his socks so he went to a podiatrist and the podiatrist pulled out the toy and it was infected so bad they had to cut his fucking foot off and that's why people with diabetes end up with so many things amputated is because it gets infected and there's nothing we can do it goes all the way to the bone and the only way to stop it from spreading to the rest of the body is to cut off the part that's infected it's terrible so I was thinking about his mom like she had an infection in her foot it didn't even get treatment and at that point if she like if it's hurting her it's probably spread to a part of her body where she doesn't have neuropathy which means the part like probably her foot is so badly diseased that it would need to be cut off and I was like all it takes is for it to spread to her blood and she's a goner once it spreads to their blood it starts circulating everywhere and there they they die and that's what happened to his mom she got septic and she died and nobody was there to find her body so she never got the help she needed and when the Sam Wu's mom was like, she hasn't been to work and I've called her, but she hasn't answered the phone. I was like, yeah, she did. And it was like, oh, I don't know why I didn't go up there. I'm like, I cut her some slack because her son is missing and that's probably what's on the forefront of her mind. But the fact that she brought it up, I don't know why I didn't. Like, bitch, you could have walked over there. I don't know how far it is, but that was a dickhead move to not even try and see what fucking happened. I don't know but anywho um I really truly felt bad when he laid beside his mom and she was just dead I was like yeah he's fucked up um but I could I was like waiting like when are we gonna find out the old man is the mastermind and when he got that card and the flower I was like, ooh, this is it. And he walked in and I saw, I was like, yes, I fucking knew it. I fucking knew it. I knew it. And I remember my bringing that prediction up to my son after like, I think it was episode two or something when he was like, oh, I used to play this when I was a kid. I'm like, hmm, real suspicious. It just didn't sit right with me that this old ass man would be number one. Like if you're dying, what would be like, we saw the way G Money got into this thing. So you just sat there and let somebody slap the shit out of you? Like, it didn't it didn't make sense. Like, why would you agree to this? Like, you're old as shit. Who cares if you got debt? <laughs> you don't have nobody to take care of you, but you're about to die. Like, 
you shouldn't be worried about anything it just the whole concept to me like I was like I didn't get it and I just feel validation because if you knew how many times I've been wrong with my predictions you only know the half of it some of the shows we don't <laughs> do um like with clickbait when I when I give you my uh predictions that I used to have on those because I know that's something you you are watching now I'd be wrong all the time and my my theories be like blown into pieces like episode two <laughs> so this one the more we went through the more I just knew like it didn't make sense and the the whole thing talking about some um we we you know we just didn't have fun like and I'm sorry like that he what he was saying about rich people and poor people it's not no it's not like that I think rich people have so much money that they start spending spending it on things that other rich people don't have so they have something to like distinguish them from other people poor people the problem is is that they spend money that they shouldn't on things that makes them happy for a short amount of time it's like I took this class once well it was like a seminar where it was like you answer these questions and if you if you ever experience this then uh like take a step forward or take a step back and it was basically like this is what rich people do like one of the questions were um you've had generational generations of people going to the same private school or or university or college and I was like well that's not true I was the first person to actually get into a university in my family and then I was like okay that's not me and then it says something like uh you've had your like you've had your like I think it was water or electricity cut off for a certain like because the bill wasn't paid um and then another one was you had to choose between eating and um I don't know paying a bill or something 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 to that effect and it basically was like this is what you do when you're rich this is what you do when you're poor and it was an eye-opener because like some of the questions they were asking for rich people I couldn't even comprehend what the fuck they were saying and there were some people in that fucking in that seminar who answered yes to it and I just would like to point out that they were white <laughs> and a lot of them were men so I just it his whole talking about some you know we have a lot in common no motherfucker no you don't you have no idea what it's like to be poor because to me we don't get bored because there's nothing to do I I feel like our stress levels are fucking astronomical because of things we can't afford to do or we use the like people using their like tax income to you know pay for a vacation which technically maybe they could shouldn't maybe they should use it to pay a bill but just that small amount of you know happiness for that those three four days or a week that they're going to be able to go do something makes a difference that makes them happy even though deep down they know I should be using this money to do something beneficial that isn't going to have any kind of immediate satisfaction or isn't going to it's just going to allow me to have one less thing to worry about. Like, that's the difference. So I didn't agree with that. Um, I didn't agree with the fact that um, G-Money was going to dye his hair red. And I was like, oh, I don't know how I'm going to feel about that. But then when he did it and it was cut, he kind of looked like one of them, uh, like an older version of one of those kids from uh, BTS. So I was like, OK, it works for me. Um, and then when he saw that dude beating the other guy through the train I was like yeah he's not gonna go visit his door he's not going to America they made us think he was but he I knew he wasn't and I will say I think I forgot but that dude who was slapping G-Money all those episodes ago he was really fine like damn like when he smiled like through the train window as the train left I was like that motherfucker is fine damn anyway so I did appreciate this but it just it left so much open there's there's no way that they can't have a season two they have to I don't know if like I know behind the scenes uh the writer and director of this squid games had a lot of trouble getting it published but I know that it's the most popular Netflix series of all times so I, I know there's a lot of red tape and I know there's a lot of behind the scenes things that we don't know about. But I do know that they have if if they're going to make if there's another screenplay for Squid Games 2, there's no way they can't because 
this money or this this movie this or this series did so well just around the world and to me when something is trending in america for as long as it did that's money right there and i hope the guy who wrote it is making bank i hope that he is really getting everything he deserves because this was a really good show it reminded me of of the hunger games but the hunger games were for kids and it was like different districts or so but this is like hunger games with criminals and people who are kind of low lives and people who you know walk the line of slumness and fuckery like so these motherfuckers are ruthless like the the difference between hunger games there were people who had moral compasses who would like who felt like what this was was wrong and they weren't willing to do what they needed to do and end up dying or they just wasn't prepared because they were a child these are grown-ass adults and these motherfuckers had a chance to leave and came back and i think that's the difference i think that's why in my mind i kept saying well g money is right this is fucked up but just like the guy in the black mask said you brought this on yourself you had a chance to end it you knew after you guys voted that y'all was gonna die like going in you didn't know and that that red light green light game was fucked up yes but after after y'all voted and left and came back you can't be mad at anybody but yourself because it's your own fault now he saved that one dude from even knowing what these games were but the the fact of the matter is is that you got to remember that these motherfuckers came back granted they might have not realized the hold this game was gonna have on you and the likelihood of so many of y'all dying but you came back i wouldn't have after seeing all the motherfuckers get shot to death after playing red light green light and i made it through i don't give a shit i'm not doing it again and that's just me so i i i'm like stuck between g money is wrong and g money is right because i think mentally he feels guilty the fact that he had all that money and he hasn't even spent it he's still living his life like he was like that that definitely made a difference but like i said he 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 needs to really think about what he's doing i don't know what he's about to do to change this but i am very interested in watching it so i do hope there's a season two um i think i've talked way more than i should have my bad so until next time love peace hair grease and black girl magic queen of the couch meet me out that was queen mimi with her th- with her 17 minutes of commentary <laughs> I'm like, did I have enough of that to say in the episode? I'm just joking. Um, I slept through midnight. I was asleep. I had a child that I had to watch on Friday. So I was asleep at like 1030 in the bed. And nobody popping fireworks around here. <laughs> Shy was saying, people are my neighbors popping fireworks. No, they sound like bullets. And, you know, anybody got time for that? They barely let them pop on July 4th. Shit. <laughs> this is the one year where it's like we're not having it. We just ain't having it. <laughs> um What did I say? It always made sense relationships meant more. Oh yeah, it made sense for G Money. It seemed like from the moment he jumped into this game, he thought he was at band camp. <laughs> so it, it does make sense to me. Like I thought he was gonna like, okay, I finally this is how we play the game. And then he was, I thought maybe he's going to feel bad about it after she died. But yeah, she was the only person that I felt actually deserved to win. Everyone else did put themselves in these situations. And everybody broke. That's the thing that, I mean, there's this whole thing of, oh, I have no money. I have no, you know, I lost my job. I did, 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 did. Yeah, people go through that all the time, though. <laughs> they really do go through it all the time they got to get two or three jobs i know someone right now i got two or three jobs hell i even consider getting a second job at some point like i gotta do what i gotta do and i think that goes back to your other statement about uh yeah i didn't even talk about that about poor people and like they lost they lose the ability to have fun like you yeah, know Poor people don't even know they're poor until you point it out to them. If you go to some countries and you're like, oh my God, you think they're poor. And they're like, what do you mean? I'm living my best life. Because as long as they got food and shelter, those are the only things that, I mean, we we put all these um, mirrors up and judge and, and classify and all that stuff. 
and yeah consider i mean considering to any other person if i was in that seminar i'd be considered a poor person i was check to check i'm trying to save i got a savings account there's some money in there but for the most part yeah girl been living check to check i make good money i don't even make shit money but you still gotta juggle the bills because because you never have enough for everything you just don't because unless you coming home with three to four thousand dollars every um and I ain't talking about with taxes. I'm talking about uh, minus taxes. Yeah, it's not it's not so easy, right? And then there's always the whole thing: well, more, more money, more problems. Because then you 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 have it, so you want to do more, so you get yourself. It's a whole thing. But the point of it is, sometimes I think poor people, or what we, or what some people label, I say we, because technically I'm in there too. Um, we you know there is this idea of a simplistic type if you're not lacking something then you're not poor but sometimes people feel if you don't have it then you are indeed poor so that's that idea but yeah i'm totally with you like i ne- i've never heard a poor person say they're bored they might be hungry they they might be cold <laughs> they might have things they want to do but they're never bored never i've seen kids um, like from tenements back in the day, they used to grow up and they, they still talk about those stories. Like the best time of my life when I play with that tire. Like if you go buy your kid a whole bunch of toys and then there's an empty box, guess what the kid's playing with? The empty fucking box. Because <laughs> cause bored, because uh, kids have imagination. You know, maybe he's just thinking about poor adults. You know, because they're stressed and, but even so, it's like if you have community, if you have enough around you to make it worth it, then you don't feel the same. You don't get bored at, at least. <laughs> That's just out of, out of control. Um, they didn't need to amputate the mom. So I think if she went home, yeah, there, there's no way she was going to survive, um, without that particular care. And she didn't even want the care that would have extended her life. So, yeah, that was sad, but I think that's when he he hit the the pinnacle of I can't take any more like this is fucked up. Everything I've done into this point. That's why I think he wants to go back and avenge. He needs something to justify all the bad decisions that he's done in his life. And it was getting on that plane and taking care of his child. Uh but I think part of him, or at least part of me feels as if Yes, you could still try to salvage that relationship, but you're not healed. You're not a better person. All you have is money. That doesn't change who you are. Uh, yeah, I didn't care about you being late. I was going to wait for you, of course. Um, that's why I told you. I was like, uh, just communicate and I can always change my schedule. Sometimes I'll be like, okay, I'm, I can't do it fine. <laughs> But if you let me know, or I throw up a text, I try to be more cognizant of that. Especially those, it's the finale. That was, of course, I was going to wait. It was like the third episode. I'm like, yeah, you should all look. <laughs> and thank you. That dude was fine. That's the one I was talking about. <laughs> he was fine as hell. He smiled. I was like, he from the first episode, I was like, he fine. <laughs> and that concludes our feedback. It concludes Squid Game. <laughs> Just bring back that guy because he's fine. Uh, our next show is going to be Succession taking over Squid Game. So if you want to send feedback for that or any other shows that we're doing, blackgirlcouch at gmail.com. The schedule for January should be out on Twitter. I thought I put it out yesterday, but maybe I need to put it out today. Um, but yeah, like, share, subscribe. Until next time, peace, hair grease. Black or magic.